Guess who? Sorry for all the radio silence for a while there, folks. Thank you for all your well wishes and prayers. I am doing absolutely fine and am so thrilled to be back at work after all that excitement a few weeks ago. I hope the bi-weekly newsletter Jordan very helpfully started leaving in your mailboxes was as effective as we hoped it would be at bringing you your news and community updates while I was resting and catching up on some other stuff. How are we all today, folks? I hope everyone's days have been off to a good start, have had a good middle, and are coming to a good end. You want to know how I started my day? Cleaning up what I'm pretty sure was blood from the floor of the studio lobby underneath a broken window. Also, in related news, our window is broken. Don't get me wrong, I'm not, like, complaining. I don't want to spread negative energy over the airwaves or anything. I'm just... concerned. Neither Martha nor I have broken any windows, nor have we lost any blood, to our knowledge. So, if it's yours, hope you're okay. Not sure what you were doing in the studio, but we hope you're okay. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it was mostly like blood. At least it fit the criteria my previous experiences with bloodstains have set. But it was a little more... purple. The color was deeper. Off. Martha, have you seen Jordan yet today? And James? Tanner? None of them broke any windows. Okay, cool. Oh, speaking of Tanner Walling, do you folks remember a while back we announced Tanner was looking for a job? Well, we're happy to report he has one. Tanner has joined our little team here at the station. You might be wondering, Jess, I thought you didn't have the money to hire employees, and a week ago I would have told you we didn't. However, and without getting into too much detail, we've come into some money. Inexplicably, let's say. Anyways, we are very excited to officially welcome Tanner onto the team. What his official role is around here is still TBD, but we are all undoubtedly certain he will make a great addition to the little family we have here at the station. Before we get into all the fun stuff today, here's a quick word from today's sponsor. What if you were not allowed or not able to die? It makes you think, doesn't it? Ponder for a moment. What would you consider a fate worse than death?
Death doesn't seem so scary now, does it? If you can think of something worse. Something deeper. Darker. David and Son's Funeral Home Martha, I know I keep asking this, but can we start previewing the sponsor ads before we air them? Is it like a rule or can we just offer to write them? Here are some community updates. Well, actually, it's just one, and it isn't really a community update, per se, listeners, but more of a community observation. You may have noticed something you were legally not allowed to notice, but I'm going to talk about it anyways, and you can all pretend you didn't hear me. Someone has to be the one to say it, and as the only radio host in town, and therefore something of a community voice, I think the responsibility falls to me. Mountie John, Sergeant Carlin, and Officer O'Dwyer are... acting weird, right? Like, different and not in a good way? They seem... cold... And also, I don't like their new uniforms. I saw Mountie John outside Martin's grocery the other day, and he looked straight past me. He was just standing there, watching, or I don't know. I've spoken to a few of you, and I know you have had similar encounters, and ones even more unsettling. Reports have come in from Farmer Daniels saying that he's noticed, once the sun sets, that the three officers just stand behind the fence at the edge of his northernmost field and stare into the distance. One night, he said in his email, he stayed up from sunset to sunrise to watch them, to see if anything happened. He said at the first hints of dawn, they left walking off towards the river valley. And, I mean, we all know what's by the river. Not that I'm jumping to conclusions or putting pieces together on any sort of mystery board. Definitely not. We've tried to contact the families of the officers and ask them if they have any explanations or comments, but... Each of them declined to speak with us. Which I understand. But Mountie John... John Sanford was... Is my friend. And I feel as though, as his friend, I have to say something about this change in... In presence, in... Anyways, that's all I wanted to say on it.
And now, the weather. Oh. Listeners, I don't wish to alarm you, but I am being informed of an email we just received from weatherman Todd Stevenson urging the public to please seal yourselves in your homes. Do not look at the sky. Do not think about any of the celestial bodies turning overhead. Ignore the fiery, writhing, gaseous beings that inhabit the strange and infinite cosmos. There is a meteorological event occurring that is not, repeat, not safe for human viewing. Do not look out your windows until you have been told, either by us or by town council, through the universal safe sign, the presence of two chickadees singing outside your favorite window, that it is safe. In the meantime, listen to the sound of my soothing voice. This is just another potentially life-threatening event in the chain of potentially life-threatening events we call existence. We should be fine, Todd says, so long as we follow the prior instructions. To recap, do not look outside until you are told it is safe to do so. We are going to a quick break to cover all our windows, and we suggest you do the same. Hey there, folks. We received a report from our benevolent town council over the break, saying that the event we reported earlier has since resolved itself, and it is indeed safe to look outside again. To repeat, all is well. Everything is fine. The sky is fine, and a magnificent canopy of air and light and wavelengths and water vapor, and it is perfectly safe for human viewing. There is nothing to fear. We are fine. We are well. We are... Are you through? Can they hear me now? Hi, folks. No need to panic, but that... That was not me. I have no idea what that was. Our advice prior to that interruption still stands. Do not look outside. Ignore the entirety of that last broadcast. We have not received information from any reliable authority saying the situation has passed. If you are just joining us now, we'll repeat. 
stay in your homes and do not look out your windows. Do not look out your windows. I'm sorry for the noise in the background, if you can hear it, but Tanner and Jordan are just finishing boarding up the broken window in light of Weatherman Todd's recent instructions. For the time being, we will continue with our programming as usual, not in denial of what unsettled things are going on around us, scratching at the windows, murmuring softly in the shadows, but in spite of. Here's some friendly advice. Breathe deep when the wind blows. The tall, golden prairie grass whispers secret knowledge into the air. The mountains breathe ancient songs. If you're lucky enough, you might just catch some. How do you think I know so much? Well, research and a keen eye for weirdness and patterns, but also breathing. Breathing helps. And next in news... Martha, where's the rest of my script? No, I only have a few pages. It stops there. Tanner, can you see if it's in the break room? Sorry about this, folks. As you've heard in the past, we're usually more organized than this. Nothing? Shoot, okay, um... Well, we're gonna go to a quick little break here while we print off another copy. Before we do. Again, do not look outside your windows, and do not listen to anything that might tell you otherwise, whether it is a little whispering thought calling from the back door of your consciousness, or whether it is a voice that sounds like me but is not me that somehow hijacks our airwaves. Do not look outside. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Nowhere on Air, your favorite radio show, with your favorite host. It's a beautiful evening tonight, wouldn't you say? The sky is light and open and free. The fiery golden hues of dusk are just giving way to the cool tones of the night. Have you seen it? It's marvelous. Speaking of the night, Herman Blanchard, head of the Stargazing Committee, I'm no doubt sure we are all aware of at this point, emailed us this morning about a fun new event he's planned. 
I need you to trust me, listeners, me speaking right now. Whatever voice is cutting into our frequency is lying to you. It is not me, no matter how much it may sound like me. Disregard the fact that it has my voice and apparently my broadcast script. I need you to trust me, listeners. Me, speaking right now. Whatever voice is cutting into our frequency is lying to you. It is not me, no matter how much it may sound like me. Disregard the fact that it has my voice and apparently my broadcast script. I can't explain it right now, and I don't have all the answers for you yet, but have I ever led you astray? Or deliberately endangered you? Or Weatherman Todd, has he not been a reliable source of information for us? Please, please stay in your homes. I am your friend. Please listen to me. Stay where you are sheltered and safe. Follow our earlier instructions. Ignore these mysterious contradictions that have somehow stolen my voice. The truth is, it is not safe. I don't quite know how or why. I can just feel it. I can just feel it. The air feels... It's like static against my being. I would not be surprised if you all feel it too, and if you do, then you are probably also afraid. And that's okay. Fear is a natural response to danger, and we are all, I'm afraid, in danger. I truthfully believe whatever it is, wherever it has come from, it means to harm us. Why else would it steal my voice and contradict the safety instructions provided to us? Seriously? Jordan is telling me there is something wrong with the board in the booth. We have to go to a quick break. Don't go anywhere. Hi, listeners. I finally managed to get through again. There is nothing to be concerned about. 
I'm not sure what the other voice is saying or what reason it might have for trying to trick you or lead you astray, but I ask you, as your friend, to trust me. Look outside. Draw back your curtains. Enjoy the colors of the twilight sky. No harm will come to you. Why should we fear the things we are told to fear? Stop it. Who or whatever you are, stop it. That voice is not yours. Whose else could it be? Martha, are you hearing this? It's coming through the monitors now. Martha, are you hearing this? What is this? Who are you? I am you. No. No, you're not. What are you? I am a better you. You can't be a better me. I am you. You may sound like me, but you are not me. What does it matter if no one can tell the difference? Stop it. Just stop. And now, here's a word from today's sponsor. Okay, Martha, let's cut. It's back. You asked, and we answered. Are you ready? It's coming. It's circling back. It's almost here. You can't... What does that mean? Where is it coming from? There's someone outside the door. Aren't you going to answer it? Oh, listeners, I am starting to tremble. And I'm getting that heavy feeling you get under your cheeks when your skin goes pale. Aren't you going to answer it? What is that? I want so badly to be brave for you folks, but I also want to be here for you tomorrow and ideally at least the day after. Following my instincts, I am hiding under my desk and I hope Martha and Jordan and Tanner are all doing something similar. James is here with me. She's curled into my stomach. She's asleep blissfully unaware of the situation at hand, or aware and unconcerned. Maybe she thinks we're playing a game. I think this voice does too. We have yet to hear from Weatherman Todd. I hope he's okay. I hope you are all okay. I hope...
can see their shadow move through a crack at the bottom of the desk. Martha? Tanner? Jordan? Listeners, I have to look. I have to see. It might be Jordan. James, shh. It's okay. Stay. Hey there, folks. Have you seen the sky recently? In all its infinite color and depth and wonder, is the openness of it not just so terribly inviting? Does it not just draw your gaze up, 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 your eyes skyward? The cool evening air is trapped on the other side of your closed and covered windows. Do you not hear it asking to come in? To caress- Something is wrong, listeners. Something is very, very wrong. I'm sure I'm not the only one who senses it. I know it's hard to hear, but folks, as the only radio host in town, I wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't reporting the truth. No matter how dangerous that truth may be. And the truth can be a very dangerous thing. Like an unsupervised space heater plugged into a power bar, or... A voice that sounds familiar enough to draw you into its trap. Or a man in uniform, with no sense of remorse, staring you dead in the eyes, carrying concealed weapons. It can be the knife blade, cool, sharp, and serrated against the skin of your throat. A face that was once the face of a friend, but is now cold and unforgiving. Or a man in a uniform with no sense of remorse, staring you dead in the eyes, carrying concealed weapons. It can be the knife blade, cool, sharp, serrated against the skin of your neck, a face that was once the face of a friend, but is now cold, now cold, and unforgiving. A metaphor, while we're on the subject, can be a coded message, a warning of dangers. A metaphor, while we're on the subject, can be a coded message. A warning of such dangers. A cry for help. Can be, of course, folks. This is all just hypotheticals. 
truth is... Everything is fine. Everything is definitely not fine. Everything is definitely not fine. John? <clears throat> it's me. It's Jess. John, what are you doing? Martha, could you- Martha. Martha, Tanner, get the door. Well, listeners, today has been a day, to say the least. Weatherman Todd contacted us to say the situation has passed, and it is safe once again to look outside. Truthfully, this is me, your friend, saying that, not that voice. I promise you, it is okay to look outside. The sky is clear and cloudless, and there are stars, pinpricks of light sprinkled against the dark. We were also contacted by the Mountain Watch, civilian volunteers working alongside Weatherman Todd in monitoring the position of the mountains, who said in their message sent via Carrier Pigeon that the mountains have moved closer, though they aren't sure if this is because of today's unprecedented and indescribable meteorological event or if this movement was the cause. Either way, they wanted everyone to know. If you were interested in joining the Mountain Watch, you can reach out to Charles Peterson or join them for their bi-weekly meeting at his pet store, By the Lizards. You might be curious about the commotion before the break and what events have since transpired. Well... We had a friend here at the station. Two, actually. Mountie John stopped by, I guess you could say, and we were 
interrupted by a turkey vulture. It attacked John, and he departed, but not before killing it. So now there is a single, dead turkey vulture on the floor just beyond my desk. I've never seen a turkey vulture this close before. They're terrifyingly beautiful creatures with a haunting gaze, and... Tanner is currently wrapping it gently in a towel. We will bury it out back after tonight's show if any of y'all are interested in stopping by and paying respects. You might also be wondering how a turkey vulture got into the station building. We are too. I'm guessing it came in through the window. I'm hoping so. Otherwise, we might have another surprise waiting for us. But hopefully not. And I hope you have no surprises waiting for you. No broken windows or strange, deeply colored stains beneath them. No unexpected visitors in your homes. No men in uniform with cold and unforgiving stares. And no voices that sound like someone you trust. Thanks for tuning in. 